Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the man, the myth, the legend, the honorable mayor of Manchester, Ted Gatson. Gerard Large time is 26 minutes after the hour here on the Gerard Large radio show, and we're pleased to be in studio with Manchester Mayor Ted Gatzis, brought to us by our friends at Jacques Flower Shop. The mums are still here, which means it's not too late to get them. And I have to tell you something, as a, as a guy who fancies himself to be a bit of a green thumb, I can tell you that this time of year, if you want to plant shrubs or trees or something, is actually one of the best times of the year to do it. Because especially if you do it the right way and you, you get the, you know, the hole set with the right fertilizers and everything else, you put it in, uh, you know, the trees will, they, they will start to take before they hibernate. And when they hit the spring, boom, that root system will explode and you'll see just how well they grow. Now is the perfect time. Help Jocks clean out the rest of its uh, garden center here at 712 Mast Road in scenic Pennardville, 625-5155 on the phone. Good morning, Your Honor. Good morning, Richard. So, a um, lot being made uh, by some of your second-place finish in the primary. Uh, you issued a statement saying you did better than you did two years ago. Some people are thinking you might be delusional. Explain your take on what happened yesterday and why you feel good about where you're at. Well, you know, Richard, we certainly outdid what we did two years ago, and uh, that, that's something to understand. You mean in terms of percentage Percentages of vote? and votes. Uh, I think that uh, we've got 48 days. And we will certainly be talking about the differences between myself and my opponent because there are quite a few differences. And we'll let the voters decide in November because that's really uh, where it all counts. So now you're, you're, uh, you know, you're a former— First let me say congratulations to Elizabeth Morrow because she won an election and she's abs- actually going to be seated— as an alderman. So she actually won something, <laughs> and it wasn't just uh, going in and seeing what the what the voters were going to say. She go. won something. Yeah, so congratulations to uh, a soon-to-be, uh, to, to alderman-elect Moreau. Was she going to take the oath of office today? I would hope she would. All right. So, Your Honor, you're, you're, uh, you know, you're a former athlete. We often hear in sports terms about halftime adjustments, so one could look at this primary as halftime. You've played the first half. Second half is upcoming. What adjustments, uh, if any, are uh, something you see your campaign making? You know, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a great analogy because somebody made that to me last night and said, you know, um, the score is 0-0 and you're coming out at halftime. So get ready to strap it on and go play. And that's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to go out and talk to voters and knock on doors and mm-hmm. do the mail pieces and get every place that we have to get to to make sure that voters understand that there is a difference between myself and my opponent. Now, how closely do you expect to work with, say, uh, uh, ward candidates for aldermen and school board? Because as I've said throughout this process, especially looking at the number of candidates running in some wards for primary, I think your home ward, Ward 2, is a great example of how aldermanic race um, uh, drove turnout or the state rep special election race in Ward 8 drove turnout. Um, you know, are, are there people that you're going to have a little chat with and with say, you know what, you got to um, do the work? Yeah, we're going to work with everybody that I believe is going to make a difference for the voters of Manchester and the taxpayers. Are, are you going to make endorsements or otherwise uh, I, name the people you want to work with? We're going to spend money where we're not done raising dollars. And I know that people are 
excited that somebody outraised me, but they started raising money in January. Uh, mm-hmm. We still have another 48 days, and we'll be out there raising dollars. <laughs> now, uh, has, it been a, has your race for governor been a handicap for you? Some of your normal fundraising sources perhaps uh, 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 tapped out, or is having to raise the kind of money that you need to raise for mayor's race on top of raising, what, a million two for the governor's race? Is that just a big well, lift? Or? you know, Richard, I'm very, very fortunate. I've got an awful lot of good friends, uh, you know, friends that uh, will be by my side, whether I'm a mayor or not a mayor. Uh, if I need help in any other way, they're going to be right there to help me. So I'm very, very fortunate when it comes to being able to raise dollars. Now, you you did a survey early on in the primary um, I think you sent out to what sixteen thousand or so yes. voters. How many of those surveys did you get back, and what did you learn from those surveys? I know if you really you've released some of the results. Well, are you going to release all will, of them? You will see all of them in the next forty eight days because <laughs> they are some earth shattering numbers. Uh, any, any, we got close to twenty percent. Twenty percent return. So that'd be about thirty two hundred back. We yeah, we're about twenty eight hundred, and they're still coming in. Yeah, I can tell you that without a. A question of a doubt that people think this city's going in the right direction, as we showed in the first survey. And the interesting things that you will see is the number one issue that they talk about is taxes. Number two is crime and the opiate epidemic. And three is infrastructure and education. That's the order that they're in. And they are, they, let me tell you, they're talking loud and clear with those surveys that came back. Okay. Now, um, wh- I guess the question would be, what is the universe? Did you did you send it to people with voting histories and city elections where they spread out across Republicans, Democrats, and independents? Uh, you know, because you know your critics are going to say, oh, well, you just sent it to your faithful. Well, if I had, if I have 16,000 faithful, then they should have come out in the primary <laughs> and there'd be no discussions. So I can tell you that uh, obviously on those returns, uh, you could see some of the names that came back and some of those names that came back. Uh, we're Democrats, and certainly I know supporters of of my opponent. Uh, but again, there were you know there were twenty four to twenty eight hundred people that returned those surveys, yeah. and it'll be interesting when people start seeing those statistics. All right, so uh, not, you're not going to give us uh, drop any hints uh, our way uh, about uh, what? No, was, they'll be coming out. Was was something? Was there something that surprised you? Um, what surprised you about it? What surprised me the most was uh, how much people did not want to change the flag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they didn't want to mess with the flag, huh? No, they want to leave the flag just the way it is. All right. So Mayor Gatsis will wrap himself in the Queen City's flag. Where he does a cape? <laughs> oh, goodness. It's totally. It's totally about our history in our city, and uh, it's a great city, and it's a city that I love, and you know, it's uh, we'll be out there with a lot of people holding those signs. I'm with Ted. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of support, and we're going to make sure that we get everybody out there to vote this time. Yeah. Now, um, does it feel it, this election in some ways feels the same to me as two years ago? But it also feels different. It also, it almost feels like it's it's more personal this time, which is kind of hard given how personal and nasty the last campaign was. I mean, you you suffered uh, you know some pretty brutal attacks there. But uh, what what's your sense? What's your feel of this? Well, Richard, you know, there's no question that the city is doing a lot of great things. There's a different vibrancy downtown. There's a different feeling when you talk to people how they feel about the city of Manchester and the things that are changing. Mm-hmm. 
again, it's important to understand that, uh, you know, the roads, Elm Street's getting done. I know that there are some people that complain about some roads, that uh, the detours are tough. But There, there are some that seem to be taking a god-awful long time. certainly will appreciate less potholes over the next few months mm-hmm. than what we had in the past. So we will continue in the, you know, in schools. I know some people want to talk about how 29% of our kids can't read at level. Mm-hmm. I've been saying that for eight years. Mm-hmm. Now, when they want to bring out that number and talk about it, it's, an, it's absolutely wrong to do, to take kids from schools and say, you don't read at grade level because we had smarter balanced testing and the reading score or the reading test was some reading, but not really a lot of reading. Because you take a school like Beach Street School and their last, uh, to get us to 29%, they only had 1% of their students that read at grade level. Mm-hmm. So when two years ago, before the Smarter Balance test came in, they were at 51%. Mm. So, you know, that's a wrong thing to do by a candidate to try and say that our kids aren't reading at grade level and somehow she's going to correct that. Well, let me let me move that to the executive council because I believe an item of business on the last executive council agenda, which you attended, and I'm going to give you a chance to talk about that after the break, was a contract uh, for a new statewide standardized test that Commissioner Edelblue had brought forward. Uh, are, are you aware of what the state, uh, uh, the executive council did with that contract by any chance? And I realize you may not have been there for that item and it may not have been for that on the agenda. Item, but it, it certainly uh, is an item that I would support because, again, it's a true assessment of what we're learning. Yeah. Edelblue wants to get rid of the smarter balance. Absolutely. All right. We're going to hit the break for traffic, weather, and sports just a little bit early so we don't have to interrupt Mayor Gatsis as we get on to his appearance at the executive council meeting last week, which is why he wasn't here with us. We'll find out what he was there, why he was there, what he accomplished, and then we'll move on to other items of business facing the Queen City. You are listening to the Gerard at Large radio show. I'm Rich Gerard. Good morning.